Anna smiled up into one of the loveliest faces she'd ever seen. It was calm and gentle with grey eyes, which reminded Anna of the beautiful mirrors in her bedroom. She looked at him, noting the fine, almost aristocratic features and the round glasses he wore, which made him look slightly professorish. Anna guessed him to be in his late thirties. He was dressed smartly in what Anna thought of as country wear, a white shirt with a light check pattern, a v-neck pullover in a camel colour, chocolate brown trousers and a pair of boots which wouldn't have looked amiss in the middle of a muddy field. And his hair was thick and fair and looked as if it might benefit from a bit of attention at the hairdressers. Next to him, Anna couldn't help feeling short, dark and decidedly ordinary in her crisp white blouse and navy skirt. She blinked, afraid that she was staring. Why she said, and then cleared her throat and tried again. <clears throat> Why do you have all these pictures of strangers? Other people's families are far more interesting, don't you think? He asked, moving across the room and peering at a tiny portrait of an elderly gentleman. One tends to know about one's own family, but with other people's, you can make up stories, link people who may not have been linked, declare them happy or unhappy, jealous or difficult. They're like casting photos for a film, and you can be the director and give them parts, he said. There was a pause. Don't you think? He added, his eyebrows rising, and Anna found herself smiling. I've never thought of that, she said. So where have all these photographs come from? Like everything else in this house, all sorts of places. I bought a few when I was young just because I liked them, the sepia ones mainly. I'd never seen those before. It began when I bought a second-hand book. As I was reading it, a photograph fell out. It was this one here, he said, pointing to a picture of an elderly woman with startlingly white hair, wearing a pearl necklace and a light smile. It's lovely, Anna said. William nodded. And homeless quite forgotten, drifting in a world which no longer knew her. So I bought a new home for her. Anna frowned. I framed her, he explained. Oh, I see, Anna said. And then you bought her a huge family. William nodded again. Something like that. You sometimes get them in job lots at auctions. I go to buy a few small items and they come in a box with all sorts of other things in it, including photographs. That's sad. I mean, photographs are so personal. These would have meant something to somebody once. Anna walked around the room and looked at the pictures again. There were beach picnics from the 70s, promenade walks from the 30s, a horse ride from what looked like the 50s, and numerous portraits, happy, sad, indifferent, but all speaking of a different time and a different life. It was beautiful, and so much more like history than anything she'd ever read about in any book. And you don't know anything about these people, she asked. Not a thing, William said. Although wonder what they make of being here. It must be like going to a new job where you don't know anyone, Anna said. William nodded. I often wonder if they chatter away when the door is closed. Anna laughed, instantly embracing this notion.